is a more Ace Audio production. Introducing first, from London, England, the team of Ace and Skillet. This is the Kickout. I must not fail. Brand new episode of the Kick Out where we actually just run down and we talk about all things CM Punk, CM Punk, CM Punk, CM Punk. Yes, we are literally hours away from the return of one of the greatest professional wrestlers of all time, CM Punk. And what I'm going to do in this special episode is literally have a random call with random one of my favorite people from the podcast industry. A lot of people don't know I'm calling them, so I might not even give some people a call because they probably won't answer. But some people I can rely on. Um, and we're going to just chat everything uh, CM Punk. So um, let me get on the call now. Let me call Max and see if he's ready. My tag team partner, uh, Max. Uh, hello. Hello. Hey, Max. Welcome. How are you doing, my friend? I'm very well, bro. I'm uh, very well. This is a special Just waiting for this anticip- big anticipation this weekend. Oh, they, see, see, I love the way how Max is ready. He had no idea I was going to call him, and he's ready on uh, podcast form because that's what he does. He doesn't take any days off. Um, <laughs> you are absolutely right. This weekend is going to be something special tonight, more specifically. It's going to yeah. be something special. Tonight is the episode two of AEW Rampaged. Rampage, and we're expecting a special, special surprise in the one of CM Punk. So today's episode is going to just be a rundown of everything CM Punk. I just want to have your perspective, Max, of your earliest memory of CM Punk and some of your fondest memories of CM Punk. So yes, please, can you start with the first time you ever saw CM Punk wrestle or first time you ever saw CM Punk on TV? The first time I ever saw CM Punk was actually... Um, that last final run in Ring of Honor, right. when he had he was basically signed with WWE already. They were doing all the teases, um, and I just thought, like, just I didn't really have any affinity to him. And to be honest, till today I don't. But I just thought, in terms of what he does and what he really did to get the heat on himself, um, you know, I want to walk out with the Ring of Honor World Championship and all that, that kind of stuff. The, summer, the, origi- the original fact, summer of punk you're talking about. Literally, he signed, yeah. He yeah, signed the contract it, it, on the Ring of Honor belt. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> okay, um, so, so, what, so how did you get... Because I know you wasn't really into Ring of Honor like that back then. So what yeah. made, was, was it the fact that the buzz was so big around punk that you had to tune in? Was it one of those things? Um, I mean, I was, I was slightly trying to get into like my indie wrestling bag back then. Um, but okay. for me, I was really kind of ignorant back then. I wouldn't even lie. Like, I used to look at indie wrestling and think, well, this isn't WWE. Look at the light. <laughs> look at the production. Look at this. This is, this is rubbish. What do people but watch this for? Like, that's not, only, um, that's not only you. I remember specifically watching a Ring of Honor match. Uh, this is when the world's greatest tag team was wrestling a Ring of Honor back in 09 yeah. or 10. And, uh, and, you know, and, and my brother Andrew, shout out to Kena. He was such a Shelton Benjamin fan. He was a massive Shelton Shelter Benjamin mark. But Andrew was like somebody that was, I've mentioned him so many times on the podcast. He's mm. somebody that saw in and out of wrestling. He used to love it, you know, uh, you know but he didn't tune in after the 2000s. After the Attitude Era was done, he kind of like switched off. But he would tune yeah. in here and there for like some special wrestlers and Shelter's one of his favorites. But when I, I tried to show him that uh, America's, uh, the world's greatest tag team was now in Ring of Honor, I tried to show him a match. Yeah. He, he literally just was like, why are you watching this? This is so budget. I can't even see the yeah. wrestlers it's so dark <laughs> <laughs> but i love ring of honor like i loved it like my older brother mentalist uh shout out to christian i'm gonna call after you um 
he's the one that introduced me to like the likes of Daniel Bryan, the like the likes of um, Homicide, yeah. uh, Brian Kendrick, Spanky, who, who was known as Spanky back then, uh, Samoa yeah. Joe, CM Punk. It wasn't for my brother Chris, I wouldn't have known about these guys. Um, so um, that's why I'm definitely going to call him after I call you because um, I'm going to speak to him about the early CM Punk days. But yeah, I'm glad to know that you actually, at least, at least you watched that Summer of Punk um, era before That was he joined. brilliant. Yeah. That was world class. And, um, you know, I actually kind of fell off WWE when he was in the whole, you know, ECW stuff and um, all of that kind of period. I, I, I watched a bit of the, the um, what's that society thing he used to do oh, with yeah, Serena the, Deeb the, and... Um, the Straight Edge, uh, straight edge Society. Straight Edge Society. Yeah. I caught some of that stuff and I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, you know, because even though he was pretty much a heel, you know, it's like the heel that makes good points. And, yeah. Um, it's kind of like what Daniel you know, Bryan did with the Green the green Heel. Era. Yeah, oh, yeah. Which is yeah. one of my favourite WWE title runs. Yeah. Full stop because of the same kind of stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then I really tuned back into CM Punk probably towards what is, you know, the back end of his WWE run. And everything he'd done from like Summer of Punk kind of stuff until up till when he, he left, I was in and out of watching wrestling then. So, um, and even that was so intriguing. By then, he was just such a cultured, so good on the mic, um, putting on really, really good wrestling matches, very intriguing. You never knew what you were watching. As long as it involved punk, you mm. never knew what you were watching was actually reality or sort of thing and that's what really made me kind of um kind of enjoy what he was working on yeah um but yeah like uh, it, it is what it is with him coming back like i said i've, I've never really i would do i've always enjoyed his work i would never kind of put him in like you know a top five or anything like that he's never kind of been like there for me but mm -hmm. he's just been a fantastic kind of wrestling star over the years so it's, it's interesting because um much you know what it's very interesting like the other episode of the kickout when you mentioned darby allen and i was a bit like because i'm only after i watched uh dynamite this week i think yeah. that cemented me becoming a darby allen fan i was yeah. uh, at first i didn't like him and then i was a bit like he's all right but when i did say i did say when sting was making his debut i did say he needs to be paired up with darby to get darby over mm. I, I did say that so i'm glad they did do that but I was still on the fence of Derby. But this this week has really, like, I've really become a Derby Allen fan. And I just remember vividly, like, literally, I still have these cassettes in my room. I'm going to probably post them on Twitter. Um, I remember the, the, the cassettes uh, my brother Mentalist gave me, and it had, like, Daniel Bryan and Homicide on the front cover and everything like that. And it was, like, the Ring of Honor, low-key as well. Shouts to low-key. Or, the, like, the Ring of Honor tournament to, to crown the new champion. And it was, like, a few uh, other... Because, um, obviously, I don't think CM Punk was at a Ring of Honor from the start. But he came in, I think, around 2004, I think, maybe at the end, tail end of 2003. And then, you know, I just remember watching his matches. Like, he used to do a thing called the Pepsi Plunge, and he had the Pepsi tattoo. And I was like, the Pepsi Plunge is cool, but I'm not really sure about this guy. Yeah, yeah. I think I, 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 think I was judging him because of the way he looked, clearly. But then, <laughs> and then it was like the program he had with Raven and the promos he was cutting in there. Even the promos he was cutting against um, AJ Styles back then. You know, AJ Styles was you know, going back and forth from TNA and Ring of Honor. And I just thought this guy, he's really something special. And then obviously he um, had the, he had this the summer of punk feud. You know, obviously his classic matches with Chris Hero and Samoa Joe. And then he had the summer yeah. of punk moment when he signed the, t the title. And then obviously the, the, the older the vibe, the hype was there that he's finally come to WWE. And I remember that because he used to have blonde streak, blonde hair. And he came to WWE with jet black hair. And I was be like, oh, okay, they're changing. The yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. But to be fair, he actually had that kind of look just before he signed. I think he had his hair purple before. And then he, then he dyed it black. And then he came to WWE. And then they, they put him to ECW and I thought, perfect. This is a perfect fit in for CM Punk, you know? Mm -hmm. And he debuted against Just Incredible, which was a great match at the old school um, ECW arena, which I felt amazing, you know? This is, this is yeah. definitely what he needs. And then obviously that went to shit. And we see they, they, they were pushing him like a star. Well, they tried to push him like a star, but they were still, it was still very rubbish what, what was going around with oh. ECW. And then, you know, he finally gets his, um, you know, in-ring call up. He wins the money in the bank. He wins money bank twice, I believe. Gets the title. Yeah. Like you said, you know, he changed, he turned to heel. Straight A Society stuff was really brilliant. His stuff with Jeff Hardy, really brilliant. Um, I think he had a program with Undertaker as well, isn't it, back then as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then, you know, I just felt like he just wasn't hitting the heights that he deserved to be. Just felt like I never underutilized talent. And then there was that rumor that he was going to leave WWE and he was going to go to New Japan or maybe go back to Ring of Honor. And then he cuts that life-changing 
pipe bomb. That promo. I mean, one of the greatest moments in wrestling history. Um, you cannot deny how talented this man is. And like, you know, he should, I felt, I mean, he had a great match with Undertaker. I don't think he should have beaten Undertaker, but I felt that should have been the last match. And Punk was pissed off about that. He didn't get the last match. He had, you know, the great, yeah. the great run against John Cena as well. Um, this phenomenal stuff. Um, I, I'm excited to see him at e, uh, in AEW. Uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see the kind of promos he cuts against the AEW talent. But did you hear uh, what Roman Reigns said the other day? Yes, I did. And you know what? I think it's just very, it, it's kind of smart. I've seen a lot of people take an annoyance to it, but at the same time, those are the same people that are loving AEW, taking jabs at WWE. Mm. And obviously, Roman is like the top guy right now in WWE. And it's un, that's undisputed at this point. You know, he is far head over heels above everyone else. And he's just doing company guy stuff. And we have to be honest, he's not really lying. Um, you well, know, I mean, he's, he, he, he's, he's, he's not fully being truthful either, though. Because What? John Cena? You're saying John Cena and The Rock aren't bigger draws than CM Punk? I never said that. I said, I said, I, he said that John Cena was better. And, and, and that's, where I, that's where I draw the line. Because better in terms of what, though? Like wrestling? I think that's what he was saying is he wasn't he wasn't bigger or better. I think that's the words he, he was he saying. He said better. I think he means generally like in terms of the entire packaging. Punk was very he over, my friend. Punk, huh? Punk, Punk was very over. Very over. Like, obviously, you can never compare Punk's popularity to The Rock or Austin or anything like that. No, no way. I what am, about Cena? I think I think you have you can you can argue that because you have to remember Punk and Cena was at the heights together like so Cena was doing his thing and then when Punk became when cut, Punk cut that promo he was getting blistering ovation all around all around Cena's, every arena I hear what you're saying you're correct but Cena's was over like a, a, at least a longer stretch of period like in terms of years you see what I mean but that's easy so, to say when Punk walked away from the company do you know what I yeah, mean yeah exactly it is but it's the case isn't it <laughs> it is what it is so I mean, I don't think. I think. I think we've kind of like. I don't know. Like, yes, Cena was over, but he was also very much hated. So you have to. No, I hear that. You have to remember that that too. It was like I feel like now Cena's in the stage where people love him. There's no doubt about that, and I think that's been happening for a little while now. Since like oh, yeah, yeah, since 2015, 2016, he's he's getting that respect, and he's definitely earned it now. Uh, but you know, there's a lot of the, the lot of the heat, a lot of the attention Cena wasn't getting wasn't always great attention. It was actually genuine people that didn't want to see him, and people that actually hated him. So, I, I said on Twitter earlier today that Punk is like a top, top, top wrestling star. Like, but Cena and Rock are just stars, mm. and I think that's where the difference comes. These guys, some of these guys are top guys within the ring, within the industry. But obviously, that crossover kind of mainstream, you know, thing, they haven't done that. So it's, we're comparing, like, two entities that really is not fair that we're comparing them together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, Punk deserves his flowers. He, he was, a, you know, very, very big at the time. But we've got to remember as well that Roman's whole character right now is that he's the top guy. He brings the food to the table. So, of course, he's riling up people on the, on the night that, you know, CM Punk is about to return. Of course. And he's going to be on the TV show before you flick over to AEW Rampage. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's keeping his name hot and in people's mouth ahead yeah. of whatever he's going to do on SmackDown tonight before, you know, CM Punk shows up on the other show on, on you know, later on in the night. So, it's all, it's all just a bit of fun, really. Of course. Um, okay, before I let you go, my friend, um, you're predicting, so you're predicting the whole Punk Derby thing will come through? Do you think that's the guy he's going to choose to straight with? You don't think he's going to have any, like, interaction with the Pinnacle or MJF or, uh, you know, or whatever top heels are there? I don't know. He'll probably have a little, I mean, do you think there's going to be think, a situation think- where he's, because obviously, you know, Punk complained for years about top stars coming back and taking the spots of people who work full time. Yeah. Now Punk is that in that position. Do you think Punk will actually recognise that and be like, no, I'm not going to come in straight into the main event slot. I'm going to try and work with like a Darby Allen. And do you think that's exactly what he's going to do? He's coming in. Yeah. I mean, whether you call it the main event or like big marquee match, that's exactly what he's coming in to do. Um, he's coming to face Darby Allen at, at all out most likely. Um, I, like I think I said to you on the podcast this week, earlier this week, that Moxley's having this match with Daniel Garcia. They've been beefing. 
back and forth on Dynamite. We'll probably see 2.0 come in to back Daniel Garcia. We'll probably see Sting and Derby that had a match with um, 2.0 during the week, a Tornado tag match, probably get involved. And that's probably the segment where CM Punk makes his debut, you know. Um, so, yeah, I think it's going to be it's gonna be Derby and it'll be good. The, the reaction from the crowd, again, I was tweeting earlier that people are probably going to be reacting. Like, you re- remember them old school footage of like Michael Jackson concerts and people are crying and fainting in the audience? Yeah. We yeah. may see that tonight, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. I, I, people are losing I'm, their minds. I'm seeing the, the, remembering the punk from Ring of Honor days mm. and how controversial that figure was and the, the promos he would cut and the things he would do that were just, bring genuine shock around the, the industry, in, 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 especially in the indies. I'm hoping that punk comes back. I'm hoping punk comes back and just really creates a ruckus. Like, really, like... That's, I, I, want, I want him to turn heel tonight. 100%. I want him to come in. You think turn he, heel tonight. Exactly. I've, you think he's here to be cool with people, but then he attacks them from behind. He says some really brutal things, some hurt, like really close to home things. Mm-hmm. I want him... Mm-hmm to really cause a ruckus and even just go in cost cost wwe cost aew cost the state mm. of it cost how the hype cost the fans i'm hoping that's the punk we're gonna get but um we'll yep. see tonight's gonna be very interesting thank you for joining me today max i'm gonna let you go no i'm gonna problem. i'm gonna give my brother a call when we talk more cm punk but yes uh no we'll problem. do another episode tomorrow when we talk about post the post episode of aew yeah. rampage i'll be messaging you on whatsapp tonight as well so Cool. Thank, All right, man. All right. Thank care. you for joining me, man. Enjoy the rest of your day. No problem. Cheers. Take care. Bye. So that was Max uh, from WrestleManiac.co.uk, a member of the Kickout Podcast, obviously. But if, you know, if you've never heard of his um, channel, WrestleManiac, it's amazing stuff. If you think he's amazing on here, you ain't ready yet. He's totally amazing um, on his own platform, and he works very hard to do so. Today's episode is dedicated to CM Punk. Um, just, you know, I'm just playing um, his old school theme from the Ring of Honor. Uh, yeah, man, Punk, Punk was something special, man. It should be a very interesting, interesting. I'm gonna go through my um, my phone book again, and I'm gonna give my brother a call, see what he's saying. Oh, well, yeah, this is calling now. Uh. Mentalist, thank you for joining me, man. You are live on the Kickout Podcast. When I say live, this is pre-recorded, but you know it's going to come out soon. Um, today we're doing a special episode dedicated to CM Punk. And uh, if it wasn't for you, I was telling listeners earlier, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't know who CM Punk was. I wouldn't know any of these Ring of Honor guys because I remember you walking in in two thousand and two. A bunch of cassette tapes that you bought from, I don't know where you bought it from actually. Um, and you came home with it and you introduced me to Ring of Honor Wrestling. Um, what was your thoughts of CM Punk in those days? And um, did you ever think you'd become the star that he is today? Yeah, it's an interesting one. I mean, he was just a really smooth worker. I think mean, that's, that's one of the, the I, of course, he was a personality and he, and he was charismatic and he could, you know, give a fantastic promo but I just thought when you looked at him in those early days uh, he was just a great worker mm. um, very smooth and everything looked like it's been rehearsed yeah. you yeah. know he was just so talented in the ring um, and I think that's something we can all recognise and no I didn't think he would ever make it in WWE purely because he's just not what I would call a WWE guy yeah and um, and when he became, um, definitely became more, you know, publicized and promoted and, and given that push, I was quite surprised. It was a good time for me and for other people like me who were really surprised by him. And, and obviously, Brian, um, Daniel Bryan as well. I'm going to say Brian Danielson. <laughs> Daniel Bryan well, as well. We're going to call him um, Brian Danielson again soon, aren't we? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But, um, I mean, out of all that those was, guys, out of that class of Ring of Honor, you know, you had the Spankies, the Austin Aries, the uh, Brian Danielson, you know, Chris Hero, uh, Samoa Joe, uh, Loki. Uh, there's so many more I can mention. Uh, this is uh, on the top of my head. But um, did you think Brian would be that? I mean, not Brian. Sorry. Did you think Punk 
because uh, Brian did also nah. become a major star. But Punk to be, I, I mean, nah. at that club, I mean, who who were you looking at back then? Do you think that you think that okay, this guy's gonna be the future? To be honest with you, I don't think any of them because <laughs> it was just it was like I was I was looking for something that was an extension of ECW, an ECW, yeah, yeah, for sure, just a, an alternative, an indie um, wrestling promotion, which I would have enjoyed and. Um, yeah, they, they were able to facilitate that really well. And then when they all made their way, whether in TNA, because I know Punk did have a, you know, did have a little run in TNA, TNA as well. yep, yep. Yeah. Back in um, 05. And, and, and many of them went on to TNA and that was that was interesting. But I just never thought it, they, would, um, they would either make it there or fulfill their potential. Just because of the size or the way in which they kind of presented themselves, they weren't, you know, WWE material in my eyes. But when they started, you know, when he started to, to, to blossom, I was like, yeah, this, this is actually really good. And actually, if you think about it, that period from, you know, 2010 to 2013, it's pretty quite exciting, I think, in terms of the product and the, the type of, wrestlers that they had it wasn't just the, the giant superstars they were you know legitimate top performers and then after that you had people like Balor and, and Joe from NXT coming through as well so yeah it was um, an extension of what Punk and, and, and Daniel Bryan were able to do beforehand so yeah I mean well done to him for creating a legacy for himself and I no, never thought that he would have made it in WWE the way he had Do you have any uh when you think of CM Punk, do you have any favorite matches or favorite moments that comes to your head? Oh, he had, you know, the, the Cena. Um, yeah. Money in the Bank? That, that, yeah, Money yeah. in the Bank. That was, that was tremendous. Because even in the back of my head, I didn't think they would, go, they would pull the trigger. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, but they did. And that was, that was, that was tremendous. Um, you know, he, he, his, his run, rather than matches, but his run as a champion, was every match during that time was, was pretty good. It was quite a lengthy run from what I remember. Um, I liked his match at, um, at uh, WrestleMania with Taker. Yep. Told a good story. Yep. Um, yeah, I was a bit upset that him and, and Daniel Bryan never got it on. It, they, had, they, had, they had a match. They had two matches, I think. They had. Um, I think one, was it Payback or Over the Limit? Something yeah, like that? Yeah, was Payback. And I think they had, they, had a, they had a couple on Raw and what have you, but as well. But I don't think they had anything that I thought was, you know, not, not, that you not, not like the matches they had back in Ring of Honor, basically. No, and and if it was a mania, that I think that would have been brilliant. But oh, yeah. again, that's appeased me, not the mainstream. And these things have to be considered because you know they are both smaller uh, wrestlers, and you know sometimes they would be uh, thinking about the the, the worldwide um, superstar effect. And that's why it maybe never really got to that that point. But yeah, I mean, looking forward to hopefully seeing him back. And um, obviously not in WWE, but definitely on a, a yeah, on a, on a, do you on a think, weekly. How do you think he's gonna? Hopefully. Do you think he's gonna yeah. play it safe, or do you think he's going to do old school punk like Ring of Honor punk? Where he nah, it'll like be this? old school punk. That's what that the, the reason they're getting. They're, they're looking for him if he if he debuts. Um, it's to to have that same energy. Yeah, they want that same energy. They want that cutting edge, cutting um, promos. Yeah, I, I do. I am a bit concerned about how he. You know, the, the thing is, if you look at Punk's earlier matches, he was, as I said, he was smooth. He was flawless in his delivery. Um, and to compare, you know, he's an older person now. Not obviously that old, but. He's in the forties. Can he move the same way? Yeah. Um, can he? You know, is that going? To, are the matches going to have that same feel? And the, the reality is probably not. And yeah. that's something we have to remind ourselves and have to be aware of. I think. I, I don't think we're getting the same punk. I think talking wise and, and, and promo wise, certainly. But uh, in ring might be slightly different. I don't know if I'm. 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 I'm uh, you know, not giving him his, uh, his due. due. His just yeah, due, you just, but, I think because you remember how 
how injury inj- injury prone he was before he quit. Yeah, and he couldn't move Indeed. like he used to. So it's kind of justified. But I guess he's, he has he's gone away for a long time now. So I guess his body would have healed. He's nearly gone for nearly nine years now. Yeah, exactly. Nine eight, nine eight years. So yeah, his body probably would have been healed. And yeah, yeah, he was he was in a bit beforehand. Yeah. Okay. But, this um, is good. So you're so you're definitely excited for tonight. For, I wasn't say I'm excited. I think I, I I think I know what to expect. I do. I'm interested to find out how they debut him. So, um, as I said to you before, I think I was speaking to you before, and I was just saying it would be nice if the music played and he didn't come out. Someone else came out. and It was trolling. But he does make an appearance, if that makes sense. Yeah. That would be a nice way to do it. I just don't like the whole idea that we all know he's coming and he just turns up. And I want it to be a bit more uh, tease or a bit yeah. more mystique around yeah, it. Yeah, so, so you could keep watching the show, right? Yeah, like we hope we hope that, that, that you know, it does happen and it's an interesting way it, it's presented. But, um, it's, yeah, it's definitely happening, I'm sure. All right. Well, thank you, Mentalist, for joining me. Um, we'll, we, the Kick Out podcast is going to be unite tomorrow to do another post uh, AEW Rampage show. So we could talk about uh, uh, what happens tomorrow. But um, yeah, thank you for your chat, man. And it's just, no worries. And um, yeah, I'll get you on the show shortly. And I would, I would love to hear your thoughts maybe next week as well about what you feel about what's going on in wrestling. So uh, no problem. We'll stay Take in touch. Care thank you, my bro. Take care. Yeah, man. Let's give a round of applause to Mentalist for joining me there. Like I said, the guy that introduced me into CM Punk himself. Uh, so it was, only, it, was only right, it was only right that I had him on the show. Um, I'm going to try and see if I can call... Let's call Ash Rose! <laughs> Formerly from the Kick Out podcast. Um, now hooked on a wrestling podcast. My brother. Um, let's see if he will um, accept a call for me. I don't know. He's probably busy working. This is so random. Like, you know, this is not prepped at all. Ash Rose, are you there? This is the nope. voice Straight mail to voicemail. I apologize, Ash. All right, let's, let's, let's switch to off. I don't want people knowing his number. Um, love you, Ash. I uh, should have probably prepped you before to call you. Shout out to my brother, Ash Rose. Hooked on wrestling. Subscribe to them. And um, I hope we reunite on Gorilla Position one time. I'm going to try and see if Ace is free. I was going to call Flu, who's a massive CM Punk fan, but he is not free, I'm afraid. Let's just... Uh... Ace. Yo. Oh, Ace, you are free. This is so random. So I'm doing a random CM Punk special. I don't know if you got time to talk for five minutes. Uh, Where? You are live now. You're live on the podcast. Oh, wow, wow. I'm recording now. On the Kick Out podcast. On the Kick Out podcast, my brother. With a round of applause for DJ Ace. Um, Ace, tonight Yo. is Rampage AEW uh, episode two, the debut, well, so they say, of Mr. CM Punk. Are you excited for this? And does this going to make you tune into AEW more? Because I know you've been, you've been watching, you're one foot in, one foot out with that I'm show. I'm one foot in, I'm one kind of toe in. But yeah, you know what? I want to see it. I wanna, I'll be honest, I want to see the pop. I want to see the reaction. I want to see if you still got it. You want to see if he's still got the same mic work. You want to see if he's... I want to see it. You want to see it. And, and and you know, if, you know, what's, like, what do you want? Like, you want to see all of that, but do you do you want to see a ruthless heel CM Punk or do you want him to be face? Um, I feel like with CM Punk, you can't... I don't think he can do the heel or face thing. He's just going to be him. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't even, I don't even think we can even call him a tweener. He's just like... He's just CM Punk, innit? Yeah. Has Punk ever really been a face? Not properly. Like, you know, no. yes and no, but like he's still himself, isn't it? So, yeah. Not, exactly. Not really, yeah. It's true. No, I hear but what you're I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see it, to be fair. What's some of your favourite, when you think of CM Punk, what's some of your favourite moments? Um, um, Australian Society. I yeah. I yeah, I did like that. I like the ECW champion run. Um... I even didn't mind the Nexus stuff a little bit. The Nexus <laughs> Pipe stuff? Bomb, look, yeah. Pipe bomb. Like, bear stuff, man. He, he was the man. Yeah, he was He was something special, man. And I, I just feel like... 
It's a shame he left the way he did, uh, but hopefully this like what well, what's it been now? Nearly eight years. Nearly eight years. Has, eight years. Hopefully that's done him some good. Hopefully he's in a. I feel he like he can still go. Yeah, I think he can. I think his body's probably healed because I mean at that time before he quit, I was just saying earlier in the show, like his body was a state. You know, what I mean he couldn't move like he used to. But I feel like you know eight years. You know, remember Michael's needed that four year gap when he came back. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. His body would be all right now. He, I think he could still go. And I'm, I'm the truth gonna... is, yeah, it's going to be really good or really bad. <laughs> no in between. Oh, let me let me get your comments on the the Roman Reigns stuff. You heard what he said oh, about wow. he said that. Um, no, 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 no. Oh, no. about John Moxley. No, what he said about Punk. He said he said that Punk. I wanted to see that. He said Punk was never as big as Cena. He said never as big and better than Cena and The Rock. I mean, The Rock bit, I agree with. But he wasn't. Not, never he as big as Cena. I mean, he wasn't as big as Cena. You're 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 gassing if you think he was. <laughs> you're gassing if you think he was. Punk was never as big as Cena. You, you, I mean, in terms of the wrestling world, he was no, very over. No, no, no. Punk he, was never as big as Cena. He was, Punk was never as big as Cena. He was very like, over. No, he wasn't. <laughs> you disagree? I disagree. Are you are you on your own here? Where's Mick? No, we had Max on the show earlier. He he uh, he oh. he said the same thing. He he wasn't as big as um No, he wasn't as big as Zeno. Okay. He wasn't. He was he was great, like and he was over, but he was never as over as Cena. But you have to remember some of the early Cena reactions wasn't positive. Do you get what I mean? I don't think he was very liked. Obviously Cena has gained that thing now where he's loved now. I I did no, get I, 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 even do, when I do Cena see what you're was I do. Was, even when Cena was loved, Punk wasn't that as loved as. Like, Punk's had amazing moments. Don't get it twisted. Pipe bomb, money in a bag, went like all of that stuff. Those were great, huge moments for Punk. Mm. But in regards to his overall popularity, he was never as popular as Cena. No, no. he's never been as popular as Cena. No, I, I have to agree with that. I have to agree. Mm. With that. Um, okay, and and you know, you what Rain said about Moxley though. What did Rain say about Moxley? That's his boy. He isn't? said that. He said that if. Um, Moxley, what did he say? Moxley was never no. If Moxley could have been the man in WWE, he would have been. So is 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 he just? I think he's just on. I think he's just, he, on, he, uh, he's just on the he's just on the Reigns cutting promos thing, isn't he? Yeah, it? he's just cutting promos on everyone. He doesn't care. Okay, but I I, I did love the promo last Friday. Um, the, about you know, if you if you the crowd got bored of Missionary for twenty years, that's so did Nikki Bella or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Ace, um, will you Yo, be tuning in tonight? I will be tuning in tonight. Okay. And <laughs> when are we doing a review? We're gonna be doing a review tomorrow. I don't know. We kind of got to do. We got to do a, a pre SummerSlam. Yeah, we got to do that as well, bro. So, uh, so maybe tomorrow during the day, I can give you a shout. I don't know if you're free during the day. You're probably doing hundreds of things on this spot. I do, but I'm going to make time for this 100%. Nice one, Ace. All right, guys, enjoy the show tonight. You'll be getting a lot of WhatsApp messages from me while it's going on, so you better not be sleeping tonight, all right? Ah, uh, well, well. Okay. Uh, well. <laughs> all right, Ace. Good night, everyone. Take care, Ace. All right, see you later. <laughs> see you later, bro. <laughs> and that's my brother, DJ Ace. Uh, obviously, if you listen to the uh, Kick Out podcast, you know all about him. The main guy. Myself in this. Give a round of applause for DJ Ace again. <laughs> DJ Ace. Uh, interesting time, man. CM Punk, man. I'm going to probably give one more call. I'm going to try Tay, the first lady of the Kick Out podcast. The first and only lady of the Kick Out podcast. One of my best friends. My homegirl. I want to hear her little thoughts about CM Punk. Uh, let's see. Why did I say little? What did I say? Um, here, little fools. I need to stop cutting the music abruptly like that. God damn it, Skilly. Give yourself a round of applause. Uh, let's have a look here. Tay. Hello? Oh my God, the whole team has answered, apart from Flu, because he's busy working. The whole team has answered the phone. Uh, hey, Tay, you're live right now on the Kick Out podcast. I don't know if you're working at the moment. I'm only going I'm only gonna take five minutes. I am to are you in a meeting? No. Tay, everybody, give, a, give, give a round of applause for Tay, everybody. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can they hear you? Can they hear me? Are you? Are you? No, no, no. They can't hear you. Are you? Are you? Are you on a Zoom call? Or are you on mute? 
No, oh. I'm in the office. Oh, shit. So I can't even talk to you about CM Punk. Oh, yeah, of course you can. Okay. <laughs> oh, I love so tonight is Rampage, AEW's second episode of Rampage and the big rumour, because they're in Chicago and they're in Chi-Town, that CM Punk is going to make an appearance. This whole episode has been a special tribute to CM Punk. Where I've spoken to Mex, I've spoken to my brother Mentalist who introduced me to CM Punk back in the day and I spoke to DJ Ace. Now, Tay, are you looking forward tonight and is this going to make you become an AEW fan, do you think? Is this going to make you... Maybe put two feet through the door because maybe you've had one foot in, one foot out. Tay, Tay, you just got mute. This is not good audio, Tay. Okay, you cut off there. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, you cut off there. Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. (laughs) (laughs) So, is this going to make you kind of tune in? Do you think? Like you said, I've definitely had one foot in and one foot out. But if CM Punk does turn up, I will be watching. And what do you want to see? Do you want to see the old school? Do you want to see a heel, ruthless CM Punk who just takes no shit and cusses everybody? Or did you want to see a good face CM Punk? Like, What kind of CM Punk are you looking for? The first one. I want to see tight bomb up. Type bomb after type bomb. I want to hear him cussing WWE, AEW, NJP, everything, yeah, everything. Yeah. Let it all out. Yeah, I'm ready for I'm it. I'm kind of with you there, and especially the fans, especially yeah. the fans. Um, it's going to be interesting because obviously you know he went off to do um, UFC during his break, and that didn't really work out for him. So a lot, I guess, a lot of people will have a lot of um, you know rebuttal for him. You know, in case he did try to send for someone, they can easily you know he has kind of done. I mean, exactly. you know, so I guess that will heighten everything, I guess. Yeah, um, I would think that it's just going to make the storylines better because someone has something to say back to him. Otherwise, he's just going to be ruining everyone. What was your thoughts on uh, what Roman Reigns said about CM Punk, how he was never as over as a Cena or Rain, uh, Rock and was never better? I mean, the over bit, I can't really argue that. But better? Hmm. Uh, I mean, it's a bit controversial. For Roman to be saying that, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, he's over now. I mean, because obviously we all know about you know the Cena push, the Roman Reigns push. CM yeah. Punk was never pushed yeah. like that. So yeah. for you to say, "Oh, you was never as over as us," obviously not, because we had more money backing us. Thank you. He Tate. pushed through without anyone. Yeah, without he, anyone, he, he pushed he through for his own with his own talent. You know. He got exactly. He got his own. His fans backed him because of him, not because they were forced to. So, although obviously I am a diehard Roman Reigns fan, love for life. However, he shouldn't be the one saying that at all. Round of applause for Tay, ladies and gentlemen. That's what I'm talking about. And lastly, Tay, do you have? Um, can you just mention some quick moments, your favorite moments of CM Punk in the WWE? Some things that you will never forget when you think of CM Punk. I mean, obviously the pipe bomb, everyone everyone is going to say that. But yeah. I'll say for me personally, my my favourite moment, and it's not going to be anyone else's favourite moment, is at WrestleMania 29, I think it was. Against Taker? No, Taker? no, 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 no. Yes. Against Undertaker. Against yeah. Taker. Yeah. Was it 29? I think so. It was I the one where right. it was I think you're right. Because the, yeah, you're right. Because the year afterwards was 30, and that's when Brian won the title. So, yes. Yeah, yeah you're right. So it was, because that was the first WrestleMania I went to. So it was live. And that match was just, it was amazing to watch, to be in the arena. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, you know, I was like, oh my God, Sam Punk is actually sick. Like, he's actually yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he worked his ass off in that match. He worked his yeah. ass off. And, and wait, was that in Vegas or Florida? No, it was in... Was that Florida? New Jersey. Oh, was it New Jersey? Okay, all right, okay. It might not have been 29 then. <laughs> Well, I mean, Punk, I think you're right. I think it was 29. I think you're right. Punk, New Jersey. I think that was the rematch. Yeah, Cena, Cena and the Rock rematch. Cena and the Rock rematch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and Florida was when the Rock won it the first time because that's Rock's hometown. The first so, one, yeah. that was 28. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, right. that was my, that's my personal one. Just because I was there to see him live, exactly, and see everything like the things that he does for the crowd. Like it comes across on TV, but when you're there, it's like it's another level. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah for sure.
Well, thank you for joining me in a last, you know, short notice and, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, not trying to get you fired. So thank you for joining me today. And um, I, will, I will be, hopefully you're staying up tonight and I'll be WhatsApping you. So I'll not spoil anything. You definitely do. I'll have it on, but I might not be watching until <laughs> I hear. Yeah, until exactly. Until I hear like music, I'm like. <gasps> exactly. Yeah. All right. Tay, enjoy the rest of your day, darling. Thank you so much. You too. Bye. 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 That was my homegirl, the first lady of the Kick Out podcast, Tay. Yeah, another round of applause for Tay. damn it. You know what? I might, I might call. Um, I might call. Um, I might call one more person and see uh, if this person is free. Um, which is Paul Smith, you know Penfold, um, who is a latest new member of the Kickout. Um, did I save him as Pen? Paul? Oh, I saved him as Paul Smith. He likes to be called Penfold. Let's have a look here. Let's see what he says. Hi man, you're right. Hey, Penfold, are you free? Uh, for, I've got for, my my. What are you podcasting now? Are you? I'm podcasting live now, baby. Just a five minute quick chat about uh, today's a CM Punk special. So I've been, oh, yeah, yeah. I've been calling everyone. I've called Ace. He spoke to me. I spoke to Max. I spoke to Tay. Flu, unfortunately, mm. is he's just missing in action. So, uh, <laughs> but I thought just before I sign off the episode, which I had a lot of good content, I want to hear. Um, Penfold, Paul, I want to hear your your little story about CM Punk and your and your thoughts and and your fondest memories. So um, let's start with the first time you remember seeing CM Punk in a wrestling ring. Do you know what the biggest memories for me are? Probably seeing him, see him coming out with the like the dyed black hair, mm-hmm. um, coming out and yeah, just. Do you know what it was? It it wasn't him necessarily in the ring. It's just his mic skills were just incredible. In fact, they're probably on another level. There's a, there's only one person that touches him in terms of mic skills, and that's The Rock, as far as I was concerned. And that was the thing that blew me away. There's the go to sleep and so on and so forth. But yeah, it's just the fact that he could talk anybody out of a ring. Yeah. Uh, and then once he'd hit that pipe bomb, that's it. That's when he took him to another level. For the, sure. The pipe bomb is the pipe bomb is the thing that everybody remembers. 100 percent 100 percent and that's what changed his career as well well it, it changed his career and he was the first person as far as i can remember to break the fourth wall mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know when he when he when he turns to the camera and he starts addressing people a by their real names yeah and he i think he even says it at one point doesn't he, he even says, he says cole cabana you know, he says cole cabana yeah, yeah. Shouts out to cole yeah. yeah and and as soon as he does that that's that's a different level because that's the point where before it was always kind of you you kind of knew when you were a kid that things were not fake but you know they did or what this that and the other and then as soon as that happened you were like i don't know what's going on now yeah i don't know what's real and what's not and yeah. i don't know whether we're supposed to be peeping behind the curtain or or we're not or yeah i've got no idea what's going on and that was the first point in time for me where it crossed that line uh, and blew my mind. And if he does, well, he is coming back, isn't he? Let's, yeah, let's be honest. I, I think, about yeah, this. I think he's. I think he's definitely showing up tonight for sure. There's, there's, there's no, there's no way that he's not. No. The funny, so the funny thing is, I've like my kids are up in London with me for the uh, for the week. Uh, so they're twelve and fourteen, and not into wrestling in the slightest, <laughs> despite my best attempts. <laughs> and I am forcing them tomorrow morning before we do anything else to sit down and watch. AEW, and I don't care whether they like it or not, because I'm watching it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so everything's muted. Twitter's muted. Instagram's off. All notifications on podcasts are off. Everything's off until I watch that tomorrow morning. I think that's a, it, yeah. I think that's a smart I, move. It can't. It can't not happen now. It's and it's still. There's all sorts of arguments going on on Twitter today, just as I browsed about. People call it, you know, there's that Roman Reigns interview that's doing the rounds with, um, yeah. I can't remember who it is now, but, yeah. you know, when he's been saying that The Rock, uh, you know, he's, he, the, the SummerSlam match and this, that and the other scene is bigger than punk and yeah. and so on. And it's, uh, I don't know, it's, yeah, Pac, uh, Rock at his height was bigger than anything, in my opinion. 100%. But, but, uh, but punk coming back, 
is the last great pop in wrestling. I agree. 100%. 100%. There is, no, there is nothing else that matches that. So I don't care what anybody says and whether WWE want to ignore it, then, then more fool them. But yeah, it, it, people are going to go absolutely nuts. In Chicago, with him, it's like the perfect recipe for absolute mayhem. How they play it, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to drop it at the beginning or at the end. I've got no idea. I think it should be in the middle. You reckon? I think so. I think it needs you don't to. Think I think bring them on. I think right. first hour needs to be. This is what AEW is for anyone who hasn't mm. watched it before. And mm, I guess you want to keep people watching. You don't want to. Eat, the, the, the tricky thing is, is debuting him and then people switch off afterwards. Yeah, yeah. So that's, is that's it? it. Because it's uh, because like the first rampage was only an hour. So oh yeah, you're right. It actually might just be an hour show again. You're absolutely yeah. right. So it's just probably so, just an hour. So yeah, he probably come towards maybe the middle towards the end, or maybe maybe yeah because yeah because the first rampage was literally match after match after match. There was no filler. No. It was exactly. Do you know what it was like? What it reminded me of? It was reminding me of how good NXT was when it was just an hour long. Yeah. Sad, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get into that, my friend. I'm, I want to do a. I actually want to do a thing where we actually um, sit down together. Mm. I know it's gonna be hard to organize this, but as a group, as a kickout team, mm. and like we like watch. Obviously, we watch the first ever episode of NXT. Then we watch like maybe important uh, moments or like ma- or like important takeovers or important yeah, yeah. moments of NXT that made it what it is. And then obviously, I'm gonna, obviously we just document the whole rise and fall. So, yeah, that'd be amazing. Um, and I think we do a great job of that. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's all right. cool. That's what we did. Thank you so much for your time, my friend. And before you sign off, um, mm. do you want to see what do you want to see him as? A heel or a face? Do, do you want to see him being Mr. Pipe Bomb and disrespecting everybody in his wake? Or, or do you want to, I don't know, maybe like just pipe bombs here and there, but like just subtle? Uh, when I'm quite when happy it... to get shades of grey, you know. Yeah, I, me too. I, I don't, I don't think I want full heel because yeah. it's kind of we've been there, seen that, done that, and that he was doing that because he was so jacked off of the whole thing. That's very he's true. He's coming back, and it's, it's not. He's not. Well, don't think he's going to be in that frame of mind. Anymore. No, I think you're absolutely right. He's so different now. I think it, there'll be. I think there'll be a lot of. I don't think there'll even be subtle hints and nods and winks against WWE. I think it'll be full out. But I think he'll just be, well, hopefully he'll be glad to be back. I mean, we never thought this was happening. I don't think he ever anticipated it happening. No, not so, at all. You know, he came back on Fox on, you know, talking, whatever it was. It was Talking Smack, I can't remember what. what yeah, it was now. Talking Smack, yeah. Yeah, and that was like, is this it? Is this what we get? But <laughs> clearly clearly not. If he's going full on and he's in decent nick, which he probably is, mm-hmm. um, this, could, this could be amazing. And it could be the, the thing that tips AEW over into well it's not it's already full-on competition but people but this this is going to bring casual fans in as well yeah for sure i think i think it's a smart thing to do if they just if they introduce punk tonight Mm. don't announce when you're introducing brian and if you're and if you are which i think they really should if they haven't thought about this if they're signing bray wyatt they need to not mention when he's coming in as well is that on the cards i don't know I would, I would, I would love that. I would love. That'd the, be amazing. I would love the sign Bray because I think Bray, with AEW booking, will be so creative. Yeah, I mean, well, they've got so many. They've got hours to fill now. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. Dark Elevation on YouTube, but they've still got that. They've got Rampage. They've got you know the the usual show. They've got pay per views coming up. Yeah, if, if they can do that and they can keep everybody all the balls in the air at the same time, then. Yeah, I, I, all I hope is that Punk, if if when Punk comes in, that he doesn't, they, they book it carefully enough not to overshadow anybody else coming in, like Brian Danielson. So that, that's because he deserves to have the line like Sean on him again as well. So we'll see. But yeah, can't wait, to be honest. <laughs> Mr. Penfold, <laughs> the, thank, thank you for joining me, my man. Thank you so much. Yeah, no worries. No and worries. I'll, I'll uh, speak to you. Keep your, keep your, so so you wonder what so you you're having your phone switched off so I won't I won't contact you tonight no spoilers for me no 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 don't no I don't want anything on me. the phone will be on but yeah if anybody anybody spoils this um yeah 
Okay. I want to be a happy bunny. Let's put it that way. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, man. You enjoy the rest of your weekend and have a lovely day. Yeah, you too, man. Take care. Thank you, you. for joining. Bye, man. Bye. That was uh, Penfold, who is uh, one of the recent members of the Kickout. Uh, we're going to get him on the show a bit more in a, oh, in a following uh, time. Should I do it? He's not going to answer, but I'm just going to give it a go. Let me see if I can call my brother James Delo from the Gorilla Physician Podcast. Let's see. He's a massive CM Punk mark. I'm going to ring him. He probably won't answer. Let's have a look. James. Hey, man. Oh, hello, James. Well, guess what, James? Guess what? What? You're a guest on today's Kickout Podcast. I'm only needed five minutes of your time. We're going to talk about CM Punk. How do you feel about this? Oh. <laughs> Don't even get me started, mate. Uh, so, I mean, you know, tonight is AEW Rampage. Um, it's looking like he's it's going to do it, right? It looks like he's going to jump ship and join AEW brand, right? This is not just a rumour, right? This is real, right? Well, listen... I'm going to stop you there, Skills. Uh, does does CM Punk, does Mr. Phil Brooks ever do the expected? Everyone's expecting him to turn up in his hometown mm. tonight in Chicago at Rampage. Mm. However, what if he was to turn up in Vegas on Saturday night, the same place where he did the pipe bomb 10 years ago? And and you think why? And he would cut a promo on everybody when he's returning, especially what Roman Reigns said about CM Punk not being bigger and better than The Rock and John Cena. You think this is? I mean, I mean, I mean, is that is that not your first storyline? Punk versus Roman Reigns? Come on! I mean, I would love this, James. I would absolutely love this because, and also, I've noticed that WWE is you know releasing a lot of stuff recently, so you never know where that money is going, and it could be going to Mr. CM Punk's pocket. But I just, I just don't see it, unfortunately. I don't Listen, see it. I'm it's just wishful thinking on my <laughs> on my half. You you know me, I'm a WWE lifer as hard as that is and certainly is at the moment. Um but no, I mean it, the thing is he is let's say 99.9% definitely going to appear for AEW if not tonight at some point yeah. because there's nothing in it for AEW at this point just uh, other than just one spike in a rating tonight because everyone's expecting him to be there. If he didn't show up tonight, AEW would look horrendous. 100%. And they haven't... Done- and, and if it... And it, and if it wasn't, you know, if it, if it wasn't going to happen, if it wasn't on the cards by now, I can I can see the benefit of, of getting some extra publicity, getting some extra eyeballs, getting everyone on social talking about AEW, getting AEW trending. I see the benefit of doing that for a while, but they would have come out by now and said, no, 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 there's no truth to this. Punk will not be appearing at Rampage. Unless, unless the Punk rumours are actually not true, but there's somebody else that's going to debut tonight. Well, the only other person is is Daniel Bryan. Yeah, but there was rumours about Brock Lesnar, but I don't think that's true. That's 100% not true. And there's there's no one else on Punk's level I mean, even if Daniel Bryan came out and Punk didn't, that, yeah, that would still be exciting, but, but it, would it would be still be mildly disappointing. Yeah, one hundred percent. You're absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely right. Okay, okay. So, be interested. Are you going to be on? Are you going to be watching it live? Do, do would you be mind? If I'm WhatsApp you tonight, is that an issue, or should I just leave you to watch? Well, it do you know what? You? This is re- this is really funny. And and about ten minutes ago, me and Tom Forty were texting about this very subject. I was saying to him that for the first time, well, for a non-WWE show, the last time I stayed up to watch wrestling live from the US was the first Double or Nothing in, in May 2019. And But I'm considering staying up tonight, although it doesn't start till 3 a.m. UK time. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> so it's, it's tough. I, I would I would say don't text me, though, because if I don't stay up live, I'll no. literally be getting up at five or six in the morning to watch it. Yeah, so no, I, I don't I want leave, any spoilers. I will leave you alone for sure. And before you sign off, James, um, some of your favorite moments from the Mr. CM Punk that comes to your mind as soon as you think of him. Well, do you know what? I was thinking about him in the shower this morning, okay. even though that sounds a bit weird. Um, 
I got deeply aroused and uh, the, the situation got, got, got carried away. Um, but I, I was thinking about just his connection to the fans and the way I was connected to him in a way that I haven't been connected to any other performer since Steve Austin. Like, he has that emotional connection to the, to, to the fans. And for me, it's, it's the crowd pops. It's, it's the pipe bombs. It's his honesty and promos. Like, his match qualities, more often than not, were, were great. And he had some epic matches, like his match with Taker at WrestleMania uh, 29 in, in New York. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, everyone knows it's a great match, but I, 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 I still think it's, you know, people don't talk about that match when they talk about absolute classics from Taker. But I think it was one of Taker's best ever matches. Yeah, the I agree. The story they told in the ring that night was phenomenal. So his in-ring work has been amazing all the way back to the ROH days. But for me, it's just the way he made me feel. And that is what wrestling is all about. Absolutely. Thank you so much for allowing me to um, ambush you with an interview about CM Punk. And, uh, well, you know, I don't, um, I don't do podcasts without being paid um, heavily for them. I so mean, um, I'll, I'll yeah, obviously invo- be emailing me. you an invoice. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, am I allowed to ask questions about GP? <laughs> ask, what, what, what's your question about GP? Well, you know, a lot of people are messaging us quite often on Twitter. I mean, you haven't really been on Twitter for a while. You've been missing Mr. James Delo. And I feel like the wrestling world in the world of media and podcasting uh, misses you. So they're uh, just wondering, is, is there a chance uh, you could be returning back to the microphone again? Well, let's just say... I definitely needed a break. There were certain things going on which I needed to just step back from. Um, it's been really nice to to not be so overwhelmed with everything that I, I sort of had going on when I stopped the show back in, back in January. Mm-hmm. So a break has been good, but I will just say that I will always have the itch to bring GP back. But if I do it, it's got to be when the timing is good, when all the stars align, when the deal's right, and when we can do something big and bold and exciting better than anyone else um, is doing that. things. So you, my skills, will be the first to know. I love that. Thank you so much. So in a nutshell, what you're trying to say is, to quote the great Hall of Famer Sting, the only things that's for sure about James Delo is nothing's for sure. Um, yeah, <laughs> if you like. Uh, well, thank you for joining us, James. I hope CM Punk shows up tonight, and this weekend's going to be very exciting. Summer Slams tomorrow as well. What a weekend of wrestling we have. Um, love you, man, and uh, I can't wait to see. Let's go for a drink soon, man. Let's just go for a freaking drink. How about that? Me, you, Ash Rose, Tom Fordy. Is Matt Davis allowed to come join us? What's going on there? No, no, no. He's, he's banned from all future events. Okay, Kevin Clifton could come though, right? Yeah, of course. All right, perfect. Cool. Well, well, yeah, we'll no, just... Matt, Matt, of course, <laughs> Matt, of course, can be there. It'll be a proper GP reunion. And just, I just want to say uh, to all the wrestling fans listening to the kick out, um, enjoy this weekend. It really does feel like a special time. There, there have been so many days recently where I've just thought, man, I wish, I wish we had GP on the air at the moment because, especially with the the Punk and Daniel Bryan stuff, it's it's so exciting. So genuinely, I hope everyone is loving it, and I hope that if we bring GP back. Uh, we can do it in a big way uh, with all you awesome fans. Thank you for joining me, James. You sound so so great to hear from you, my brother. Love you so much. I hope, I hope you have a lovely weekend and we'll talk soon. Love you too, my Love brother. You too. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye. Round of applause for James Delo being a good sport. Like I said, all the people I've called today literally had no idea I was calling them and they've all given me their time um, to talk about one CM Punk and... Uh, you know, and like, what an exciting time for wrestling. I miss my brother James, man. It was so good from hearing from him. And uh, I really hope um, we get to reunite soon as a greater position because that's one of the funniest, fun, the most fun I've ever had working in a job is working with those brothers. Um, CM Punk. Let's go back to uh, The Cult of Personality by In Living Color, who performed this at WrestleMania said 29 um when they walked punk down to the ring trivia that you might not have known punk actually had this theme at ring of honor towards the end of his summer of punk days before he joined the we 
and then he brought it back, um, which which was for the independent fans to go crazy for because they'd be like, oh my god, that's the theme that he had. That ring, you know, you know. Um, well, yeah, CM Punk, Chick Magnet Punk, <laughs> Chicago Made Punk, one of the greatest of all time. Um, I'm excited to see him tonight. Um, I hope you guys are. Please tune in to AEW Rampage to find out if he's there tonight. And if he's not, tune in, hopefully, to SummerSlam. And hopefully he shows up there. I've been Skillet. Thank you for listening. This has been the Kick Out the Podcast. The following event is a more ace audio production. Introducing first... London, England, the team.